Welcome to That's What I'm Talking About. Today is August 15th. Is what a beautiful, beautiful day the Lord has made today. Let us rejoice and be glad. Today, we as Catholics celebrate the Assumption of Mary. And this is such a beautiful day just to relish in the light of Mary's delight and charm and grace and vibrancy. The vibrant feeling of being nurtured and loved. And with that being said, I'd like to start today our podcast with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in today. What a beautiful day. Today is Talented Tuesday. And the topic that I would like to talk about is our health care system in uh, here in Southern California, what I've experienced over the weekend. And I just wanted to put it out there. Uh, I have to say, I witnessed some pretty remarkable, it was just a big experience for me to go to the ER on, uh, I guess it was Monday morning because we were uh, there at 2 a.m. checking in and my fiance wasn't feeling well and it seemed as if maybe appendicitis is first. So we wanted to make sure we got right in and went over to check in and his healthcare provider is Kaiser and went ahead and checked in locally at the hospital here. And when we got there, the gal at the front desk immediately put a wristband on John. And when we were checking in, we asked how long would the wait be, of course. And she said there was 20 people in front of us and the first person had been waiting over three hours. Of course, that was shocking and jaw-dropping and the lady's eyes were big when she told us and kind of gave us the look like, I feel ya, I understand, I see where you're coming from. We just sighed and we took our lumps and went and sat down in the corner pretty much a bird's eye view of the entire waiting room. We were sitting back further in a hallway area and we could see pretty much the entire waiting room and what was going on there. John immediately was asked to go in and take his vitals, run an EKG and something else. And I suppose that's what they do just right off the bat. Of course, they want to make sure you're not having a heart attack. And uh, that was that. So we sat there at 2 a.m. And then just watching a couple people come in and out. 
not a lot of movement. People just sleeping, mothers hugging their children, children whimpering in their mother's arms, little children, uh, a couple off to the corner uh, holding their baby asleep on their laps, um, and other mothers with their children running up and down the hallways in their pajamas, making lots of noises, even though the kids, the people were trying to sleep. There were a couple guys on their phones watching their programs loudly, and so everyone else could somewhat hear, not really. In the waiting room, there was a TV, one TV on the wall, and the volume was extremely low. So all you saw was the screen pretty much, unless you were right below the screen. There were husbands and wives, you can tell. There were friends, you can tell there were, it looked like perhaps mm, people that may be affiliated with gangs um, were there. Just, it looked, I mean, their look, that's just what it looked as if and uh, a lot of elderly people as well. So this was at 2 a.m., 2.30. And then by, the, by 3 a.m., 3.30, I started to doze off a tiny bit, and John was miserable, uh, made a trip to the restroom, and unfortunately um, got sick, and I had to go up and tell the receptionist, and she really didn't care. It wasn't a big deal. Um, just that was it and said that we were maybe 14th number 14 after waiting I believe it was almost two hours by that time and I I was just watching and waiting and suddenly red lights are flashing and they're saying code certain codes and there's these neon lights going everywhere, bright lights, lots of them. And everyone's just sitting still and nobody's even looking around like it's just regular day, like it's normal. And no one's coming over saying, don't be alarmed, this is normal. No one's even talking. And it's like a really big deal. There's tons of flashing lights and it's going on for, I would say, more than five minutes, which was unusual. So I'm, of course, red alert going, what the heck is going on? No one's communicating with anybody. Um, So I'm like, all right, I guess status quo, just still, just stay still. Um, In the meantime, I'm still watching people. And maybe 20 minutes after that event, things, you know, everything kind of went back to normal. Everyone's just sort of sitting around still waiting for their turn. More people are coming in and checking in and there's some people that are leaving, like the nice couple with the baby off to the one side. They finally just gave up and maybe there was three other people that gave up waiting at a certain point. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, there was an older couple that I had seen earlier and very old, I would say at least in their 90s. And husband and wife, 
you can tell, at least that's what I, in my mind, I thought it was husband and wife. And she was in the wheelchair and he was by her side and they were there and waiting and waiting and waiting just as we are being in our 50s and here these folks are almost a century old just still waiting this poor little lady had an accident because all the staff got up and ran to her area and immediately an orderly came and mopped around her it just made me feel so bad for these folks and all i can think about is health care there's no care in this i don't see any care that and i counted all the people and i figured on an average their premiums were like five hundred dollars a month it was close to $250,000 a year that's collected by the insurance company. At least that was just my guess, guesstimation. So a quarter of a million dollars collected to have this, to receive this type of care, health care, to be waiting in an emergency room, not being seen for more than, by the time it was, I believe 5, 5.30, almost 6, they said that we wouldn't be probably seen for another three hours or four because the other person in front was waiting for over six hours. And we just gave up as well. So, of course, we were thinking there's a co-payment involved and in when you go to the ER, we don't want to have to pay for this, but there were somewhat services rendered when you first walk in a wristband slapped on your arm and vitals are taken uh, and that EKG which I understand now you can just put your two fingers on and get it for $74 from this program this thing that they send in the mail but hopefully they don't charge us that much money for taking that little test so we went back and asked the uh receptionist if we could see billing because we definitely didn't want to be charged for the entire amount and sure enough when we went back there to talk to the guy he told us what was going on and he said there are, are so understaffed here you have no idea so the best thing was to wait until nine in the morning and go to urgent care And he was just being real and he was being real honest with us and just telling us how awful it is, uh, all those folks. And it's like that every single night. So, and it could, and last night he said, wasn't even that bad. It's typically extremely longer. So my takeaway from it was healthcare. Yeah, right. There's no, that wasn't health care. That wasn't taking care of our loved ones. That wasn't taking care of this elderly couple well into their close to 100 years old. Uh, that, that wasn't even sharing what's going on in this crazy, chaotic 
lights, it was strobe lights going and sounding alarms and stuff. Uh, Just, I don't see any care and people just seem to put up with it. And those that didn't walked away, of course, we ended up leaving. And thank goodness John um, was feeling a lot better after some, oops, that's our doggies, much needed rest. Maybe we have a visitor. I work from my home studio. I apologize. Oh, I wonder what's going on. Anyway, just to just to kind of fill you in on my opinion of our healthcare system, it's awful. And to think that they're scooping up 250 grand a year, and that's my guesstimation, of course on these people sitting in the waiting room for just for that short period of time. That was a small little snapshot. Can you imagine how many folks are paying out those premiums to this this private? I mean, Kaiser to me is, I mean, I had my baby with Kaiser and I didn't experience this kind of stuff, but that was over 17 years ago and or 16 years ago. And... It just, just makes me so sad. I am also going to piggyback on this because my mom and dad have Kaiser and they are, well, my dad's 80 and my mom's 76. And it's so sad. They had to do the same thing. So this is uh, overlapping. It's not just my, me and my experience. It's my mom and dad and what they had to go through. And for hours and hours and hours and hours of waiting while my mom is struggling and my dad just going to have a nervous breakdown. He has a defibrillator in his heart already installed. I, I mean, it's just so sad to think that this is what our healthcare has. This is the, this is what we, how we treat our loved ones and our our folks and it's it's very expensive um it's not not like it's inexpensive health care because the premiums are quite high so just just thinking about it and i was thinking when i was uh i had insurance with a group for real estate and this was prior to obamacare and I think it was like $89 a month. It was through a group and might have been Aetna or one of these other groups. But I had, or Blue Shield, um, Blue Cross Blue Shield. And I liked it. I liked my health care. I thought it was great. But then Obamacare came into play and they were promising that our premiums wouldn't go up, this and that. We could keep everything the same. Well, I'm one of those folks that fell short, it fell on. My premium uh, went up more than $200. So anywhere I look into that, it was going to be, shoot, almost $300 a month unless I joined this uh, other program, the Obamacare, which doesn't work out for, doesn't pin out for realtors. Because if you make a lot of money suddenly, then you owe it back, and it's a big mess. So I, I was so disappointed with Obamacare, and 
I've been struggling to try to have health care throughout these last few years. So, I mean, the premiums are just so high. And when, you know, if you don't sell a house, you don't get paid. And so then everything goes downhill. So anyway, that's my, my little bit on the health care situation here in Southern California and what I experienced over the weekend. And I'm just saddened to see it this way. Hopefully, we could rectify this and perhaps, I don't know how it's going to work, but there's so many problems right now and not a lot of solutions. Hopefully, the next administration or perhaps the current administration could start working on solving some of these humongous problems we have. I don't mean to bring anybody down. It's just stuff that's thought-provoking and things that I want to talk about because I, I see it and I want folks to think about it and maybe we can come up with some good solutions to present <laughs> to our um, the powers at be that be uh, all those folks that are running the show and um, anyway may God bless you have a beautiful Tuesday enjoy enjoy whatever it may be that's put in front of you and I, I pray that Everything that you do brings glory to God. May God bless you. That's what I'm talking about.